live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author, co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour, a very new, popular new podcast with George Camel here on the Ramsey Networks, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Tyler is going to start this hour off in Austin, Texas. Hey, Tyler, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, I was calling. Uh, so my wife and I were on baby steps four, five, and six, and we are thinking about building like an ADU, a little additional dwelling in our backyard, um, and you know, just something small to add some square footage to allow for people to stay when family comes and visits. Um, maybe a little homeschooling area, and then from time to time we might Airbnb it out. Um, but I'm looking at doing that and was thinking about taking out a home equity loan for that instead of moving up in house, right? Instead of selling our house and just getting more square footage and cause we're kind of getting to that point. Um, we owe like 150 right now on our mortgage. So I like where that's at and I really don't want to move in house, but I'm, I'm just having a hard time kind of justifying that home equity loan, but it also seems like it might be logical. How much will the addition be, Tyler? Have, have you guys priced anything out? Uh, we're thinking around seventy-five thousand. Okay. How much do you guys make a year? About a hundred. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll never, you know, be in the business to tell you to take a HELOC out to to do any type of renovation or addition on your home. Anything. Uh, anything ever. So to be able to save up and just cash flow this thing. Uh, is what yeah. the next option would, would Sounds look to like. me like you're about to overbuild your neighborhood. Not really. I mean, I, I'm a realtor as well in the area. Um, so, I mean, you know, it should add about $100,000 worth of value to our neighborhood. No, We've got I, a few, a few other properties in the neighborhood that have that. So your house is worth what now? About three fifty. Okay. And $450,000 customers always come on your street. Yeah, the last couple properties that sold were right at four hundred without uh, an ADU. Four hundred, yeah. You're about to be yeah, at the top that. of or overbuild your neighborhood with a weird, with a weird type of square footage. The square footage that you're yeah. adding has to be used for particular uses, versus a home of actual sure. square footage. I wouldn't do this from a real estate perspective. Okay. Even you, with you, ever, hey, you said you're a realtor. Have you ever shown a house with a mother-in-law apartment to people that didn't have a mother-in-law wanted to live in it? <laughs> yeah, 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 I do. Uh, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I looked right. at I looked at one not long ago. I considered it, and we ruled it out because we were being charged price per square foot to include the mother-in-law apartment, and we're having to dream up how I turn it into a gun closet or something. Sure, you know, yeah. it just it didn't have good use, right? So mm-hmm. it's just because I, I guarantee you my mother-in-law is not moving in there. So that, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I, and I'm not definitely not running an Airbnb next door to me. No, I don't think it's good square footage. I don't think it's good investment and I wouldn't use a HELOC. So I got about 73 reasons why 
I would not do this deal. I think you're jonesing for some extra square footage for your growing family. Yeah, I would look at it. And I think that's a reasonable move and maybe moving up in house as long as the house payment is no more than a fourth of your take home pay on a 15 year fixed and move up in neighborhood, move up in square footage, move up in house. I'm not going to be in the top of the neighborhood with weird square footage. Because nowadays, even newer builds, I feel like, and I guess depending on where you are in the country, but I feel like even ones that we walked through, you know, a few years ago, the layout for families, you know, is different is different than it was, you know, in 2010. So I'm like, oh, different, so, you, so you can get maybe th- even what this, you want. I think want. The, new, the new plans are much better. Yeah. So Tyler, I feel like you guys as a family, you talked about homeschool area, even an extra area for guests, like the way that that houses now are laid out. I feel like you guys could maybe get everything that you want by just moving up and home versus having to do this whole construction thing. And, and I'll be honest too, I think some of it, I would I would be as realistic as possible, Tyler, because if nobody is in that, the the percentage of you guys actually Airbnb it out is probably low. Like if you have kids and life is going on, you know, so like even the way that you guys are thinking about it, are there ways that another part or another type of home could scratch that itch another way versus building out this whole other part of your house? Chris is in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having my call today. Sure. How can we help? So basically, I have a 401k from a previous employer, and it's just kind of sitting there. The career I'm at now doesn't offer the same benefits Mm -hmm. as before. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of just been sitting for like the last six months or so, and I'm not sure what I should do with it. 100% of the time that you leave a company, uh, we recommend you take your 401k with you by rolling it in a direct transfer rollover into a traditional IRA, picking out good mutual funds, growth, growth and income, aggressive growth and international, four categories evenly spaced, and do a direct transfer rollover. To help you do every bit of that, click SmartVestor at RamseySolutions.com. Find the brokers and uh, uh, financial folk in your area that we recommend that have the heart of a teacher and will walk you through that. But we take it with you, and here's the reasons we take it with you. You can choose from mutual funds, all over 8,000 mutual funds in the open market for your IRA. In your old 401k, you're stuck with a 12 or 8 or whatever number of options you had at the old company. So you have more options to pick better funds. You have more control over it, and you don't forget to manage it. When it's laying back there in some place in the past, people forget to look at it. And so those are the three reasons we tell you to take take it with you always. Direct transfer means you fill out the paperwork, the money goes straight into there. You do not take a check from the old place. If they send you a check, they have to withhold 20%, and you don't have 100% to do the rollover, and you're going to end up paying taxes on that other 20 You don't have that other 20%. So do a 100% rollover, direct transfer. It goes directly from your old company into the IRA. Does not come to you. Get a smart investor pro to help you pick all that out and get it working. It yeah. just gives you a lot more control. Yes. And this is a very common thing right now. I mean, the amount of people switching jobs and changing companies and everything is, it feels like at an all time high. Uh, it's so much. So, for a lot of you out there listening, and you have, and if you have left, go back and get that 401k if you didn't take it with you. Um, because, yeah, it's, it, it, when it's front of mind, like you said, being able to manage it and actually, look at it and feel emotion towards it and to know what to do, talking to a professional, all of it. It's yours, right? It's not just hanging back there in the past where your employer just keeps it. Exactly. 
Exactly. And don't roll it to your new employer if they do have a 401k. Because, again, limited options, less control. You've got total control this way. There's no point in keeping it at the old place and no point in rolling it to the new place. So really good question, Chris. I'm glad you called us. Thank you. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. When we started this whole thing called Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey show was called The Money Game, and I had a co-host back in the day, had two co-hosts back in the day. Now I've got a bunch of co-hosts, different ones, obviously. But when we started this thing, the whole idea was learning how to handle money with common sense. Today we talk about careers and mental health with common sense as well, relationships with common sense with Dr. Dr. D, Dr. John Deloney and Ken Coleman. But the whole money thing was about how to handle money well to get control of our lives and become outrageously generous and wealthy and change our family tree. That has over 30 years um we've ended up spending an inordinate amount of energy towards that end to become wealthy and generous to get people out of debt because that's the biggest blocker for them to become outrageously wealthy and outrageously generous if you get out of debt your most powerful wealth building tool is your income if you invest a hundred dollars a month from age 25 to age 65 in a decent growth stock mutual fund it will be one million one hundred seventy six thousand dollars you retire a millionaire 25 to 65, but you can't have a $750 F-150 payment. You can't have a student loan that's been around so long you think it's a pet, a master card, American distress, or discovered bondage. You can't just keep yourself in payments where all you do is work for the man. All you do is work for these stinking banks that have better furniture and bigger buildings than you do. And the reason is you gave them all your stinking money and you have no money because you gave it all to them. And that has been what we've become known for because it's the single largest blocker for folks out there. And debt has been so normalized in our culture that to even imagine living without it is unbelievable. And, uh, Article just handed to us by our producer yesterday, the New York Fed released its Q1 report on household debt includes a record high $17 trillion consumer debt balance in America today. So I'm, we're doing no good because I mean, we're not even making a dent. Apparently we're going to be in business forever. 
jobs. This is your seventeen job security trillion dollars with persistent credit card debt and rising delinquency rates. It's where we're at. And it's it's wild that the, it says in here a typical first quarter sees credit card balances decline as people pay off what they spent over the holidays while trying to outgift their in laws. But for the first time ever, the New York Fed stated that tracking this for twenty years, this isn't the case this year. So for the first time, instead balances remained flat over Q one, suggesting that people aren't cutting back and are probably using credit cards to finance daily spending due to the to the rising cost of pretty much everything and so it and and i feel like this is where when when the inflation conversation started about 18 months ago here on this show the fear was that people were going to more than ever justify take that margin that was there and now isn't there and continue to live a lifestyle and make up that difference with credit cards. Yeah, but let's be real clear here. The debt is not because of inflation. The debt is because you're wussed out and refuse to cut your freaking lifestyle to offset inflation because you're still sitting in a line of 30 cars to buy an unbelievably expensive cup of coffee. And yet... I'm in debt because of inflation. No, you're in debt because you didn't cut your spending when inflation hit, hit. you. Yep. That's why you're in debt. So this is not an outside variable that is controlling your life. It's you not controlling the variables in your life. And so your butt ends up in well, debt. And what sucks is, you know, for a lot of people, though, it's not this outrageous lifestyle that they're living. You know, that there's two incomes. They have kids. They have family. Like, they are living life the quote-unquote American standard of living that, again, you can we can argue the standard of living of what it is, but what, what's difficult is when you have to go backwards. Nobody likes to go backwards. Exactly. That's why, well, sacri- that's why it sacrificing... It doesn't feel outrageous because it felt normal. That's yes. But and so, when you actually consider the way we all live, yes. it's outrageous. Well, Our well, lifestyles you, are outrageous. Well, you look at the standard, you know, the the square, the average square we footage. We spend more on pets. Uh, can, uh, can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I get a word in? I don't know. Can you? So, well, ba- barely, barely. But no. But you look at the average square footage in the seventies. Now, average mm-hmm. car, average vacations. I mean, you look at all of it, and it has the American lifestyle has gone up. Mm-hmm. And so, our expectations on what is normal is here. And so, for families that are living paycheck to paycheck that are doing this and sure because you know you have a $600 car loan like there there is still debt in the picture that is causing less margin but when something like inflation hits and eggs and bacon everything goes up and your grocery bill is like what and fit to fill up your car you're looking at the gas and you're like what that's stu- in in the moment like that does hurt because there's not the margin for that extra 100 extra 200 extra 300 dollars that now is going out on normal expenses so so to cut back which i agree with you but it feels like but i what, what am i supposed to cut back to because because what we've normalized outrageous. where i'm where i am yeah, you we've know? normalized outrageous yes we've become exp- we became uh, entitled to outrageous and so i'm entitled to this and and so you know inflation then forced me to go into debt which is absolute hogwash you just did not I mean, all, all it is is you have to address, you have to look in the mirror and go, we just buy some really stupid stuff. 
I mean, we really buy some stupid stuff. Most people in most countries could exist for a year off of the crap that's in your garage that you've not even seen in a year. You know, I mean, we buy some stupid stuff. So, yes, it's normalized. It doesn't feel outrageous, but it is outrageous. So I, I always resist when Bankrate's senior industry and analyst says uh, suggesting that people aren't cutting back and using credit cards is it's because of the rising cost of inflation. No, they're not cutting back to offset inflation, duper. That's what's really going on. And so, you know, and I get it. I, I It's not fair. I don't like inflation. I don't want that to take your check away from you. But don't be a victim. You're not a victim. You're a victim of the person in your mirror. And the idea, here's, a, here's another plan. If you think getting into debt to maintain your lifestyle is going to maintain your lifestyle, there's an end to that. Mm-hmm. There, there's a mathematical end to that. It eventually comes and by, it's a boomerang, comes back around, smacks you in the head and says, hey, dummy. So yeah, I think it is for, not so a for good thing. Families out there, though, because I mean, I was sitting down with a family, they made 80000 and you look at, you look at month to month after taxes, you know, and you're looking and you're like, okay, like uh, everything on their budget was not unreasonable, right? I'm like, it's, In a, fam- our current it's, a, world. it's a family of five and it's like, yeah, this is what a Costco, this is what it takes to feed the family. This is what, you know, and granted the kids are doing a sport. Like, I mean, like it, it's life. It's just, it is life and life is expensive. And so families out there that are listening, it's like, if you, when you're feeling that pressure that you felt even before inflation and then add some of this on here where life got even more expensive, you have to evaluate needs versus wants. And this is where we've blended so much that our, what we want has become a need. And exactly. so being able to prioritize and really look and it's, and it's hard, but it's like, okay, what really are our needs? And we talk about the four walls, food, shelter, utilities, and transportation. And then under that, there has to be a priority because in order for you to sleep at night and to actually have peace and control your money is so much worth it than some of this other stuff that's in your budget. And so cutting some of that for the time being, it's probably a reality to help you get on the other side of this. It doesn't have to be forever, but depending on the credit card and and functioning in that cycle of, I'll just use the credit card to, to offset this stuff, it gets you into more trouble and less peace. You're killing yourself. Yep. You're killing yourself. Dad is not your answer. This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. If you haven't heard, over 10 million people have now gone through Financial Peace University. It is the most concise, clear way to execute the wealth building steps that we have proven, not only getting out of debt and getting on a budget, but learning about insurance, learning about real estate, executing on all the different pieces and nuances of what we teach. And you hear, you hear bits and pieces of it here on the radio. Sometimes you see a YouTube clip and, well, Dave, I can get all your stuff out there for free. You could have got it all for free before I did it. It's called common sense. But the point is, the best thing we do around here with money is Financial Peace University. And we show you very clearly how to not only what the lessons are, the nine lessons, but we also are going to walk with you with a coordinator, someone to be in virtual or in person with you and a group of people to hold you accountable and to encourage you when you're scared and struggling. And uh, 
We're doing Financial Peace University right now with coordinators on on virtual, in addition to thousands of locations, right this second. And all the Ramsey personalities are coordinating. Rachel, your class is shut off because you're like in the week three, right? I know. I just had my class right before I came on the air with you. Oh yeah. Today. So yeah, we are we just finished lesson four. No, well, you're halfway so, through. So yep, we're halfway through. Okay, cool. Yep. Very cool. And Jade, her class is shut down because she's at the same point same you are. Same as me, yep. Hers She'll is at hers night. Side. But Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, George Camel, Eddie Cullen all have their classes still open. I think and John starts Monday, I oh, heard. Oh, yep. So his is coming in up. There. Yep. Better get in there. So go fpu.com or ramseysolutions.com and go, go to the FPU pages and jump into the Ramsey personality. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a little qr code you guys stick that back up there if you can so people can get that qr code and jump right straight to the page and yeah fpu.com and take ramsey take it with a ramsey personality if you'd like right now they'll hold you accountable and every dollar is included access to a coach is included you do the whole puppy and you're just you it's the fastest way you can get control of this stuff it's not easy we're never going to make it easy because it's just not easy it's hard it's life change but it is worth it, and this process works. Abby is in Dallas. Hi, Abby. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So my husband and I are in baby steps four, five, and six, um, Nothing, no debt except for our mortgage. And we were wondering if it would be okay to pause investing for one, maybe two months while we cash flow an HVAC replacement. How much is the replacement? 11,000. Okay. How much do you guys make a year? Um, so our take-home pay per month is usually about 20,000. Um, next month, it's probably going to be about 16,000 because I'm going to be going on maternity leave. So it's going to go down a little bit. Oh, well, congratulations, Abby. So baby soon. Well, you better, you. you definitely need an air conditioner. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where we're coming from. I'm actually three days overdue right now. Oh my so gosh. And the ACE and the AC's out in Dallas. Is it out or you just need well, a new one? So, so that's the thing. It's not out, but every time it hits 90 or 100 here, it goes out. Uh, we had it repaired about 10 times over the last 12 months. And we figure with a yeah. newborn and we have a one-year-old as well, we don't want, I mean, it's Dallas. It's going to hit 90 or 100 in the next six weeks for yeah. sure. And we just want to get it taken care of. For sure. Listen, I completely agree that you need an air conditioner with a brand new baby. And I completely understand when you're two days overdue, why this is a big deal, but you're going about it completely the wrong way. I'm okay. going to love you enough to tell you that you can fix Thank this you. thing one more time and take two months and save five or $6,000 a month or three months and save $3,000 a month out of your $20,000, $16,000 income, and you can pay cash for this without stopping your investments. All right. That's what I thought you were going to say. I just wanted to double check. Do you all have, Abby, do you have an emergency fund? Yeah, we do, but we don't really consider it. I mean, it doesn't qualify as an emergency, right? We know. Yeah, that but I'm just saying, if it, well, go, if, it go, if it goes out, though, If it Abby, lays like, down and cannot be yeah, revived, then you if can, they bring out the paddles, clear, boom, and they can't revive it, right? <laughs> Then, then use then, the emergency yeah. funds. Yeah, now it's, you, an, now it's an emergency. Or even, Abby, if you, I mean, like, again, depending on, and that, this is your call, but if you don't feel like in, like you're going to need it sooner than three months for some reason, you could take a couple thousand out of the emergency fund with money you've saved, do it quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can shuffle things around. Uh, you have that emergency fund there. So, cause How I, big is your emergency fund? Uh, 30000 Okay. 
So if you took 11 out today, you'd have 19. Yeah. It's not an emergency, yeah. so I wouldn't do that. Okay. Yeah. But this is your fallback. Yeah, if something so were to happen. I'm going to let it I'm I'm with Rachel. I'm going to let it limp along my original suggestion, pile as much out of saving out of my income as I can, and if this thing gets weird, you have a brand new baby, it's it becomes an emergency. If it becomes an emergency, then you use part of the emergency. Let's say you'd save $5,000, well you take 6 out of the emergency fund, 2 months later you've put that back. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't need to be pausing retirement for that. You don't have to be pausing retirement, number one. But number two, you don't need to be worried as a mom of a newborn that we're going to be in jeopardy somehow. We need to. There's no anxiety yeah. around that because you're going to fake. You're going to have heating and air. It's just a matter of how we go about it, whether we cash the emergency fund out or whether we save all the way through or whether we save part of the way through. And so by September, you're going to have a new heating and air. That's the way I would look at it if I were you. Because I'm, I'm just saying, this is super valid in your situation. I mean, you're not in Minnesota. You're in Texas. <laughs> yes, it went out several times last summer when I had a three-month-old baby, and that was super fun. Having oh. 82 degrees in the house. Ours went out. We had no money. Rachel was a brand-new baby. We bought box fans, those little cheap-butt fans down at Walmart, because we didn't have the money to fix it. So we survived. But, boy, that was miserable. And i got to tell you, it was 30 something years ago and my wife, my wife to this day is really you know those are scars that last so i'm i'm, I'm gonna be on your side the former me didn't do a good job with that so i would have been pissed if i was mom and that was you do what now <laughs> i don't know you would have been I pissed just, yeah i could just see dave 30 years ago sharon suck it up get some fans and i would have been like <laughs> that's what we did gonna absolutely that's what we did <laughs> But she's not a whiner, so she never really had to suck it up. She just like, yeah, this is what we got to do. But it really, really, really is pissing me <laughs> off. Yeah, and I'm really going to remind you for the next 35 years that we did this. You know, so, but that that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I've you know, yeah. but you can get those little box fan things done. Oh, don't they're stop like twelve dollars. Stop it. They're like like two speed, right? They're twelve dollars. Stop it. You know, but man, Dallas is miserable in the heat. Oh God, the only thing so worse being being in Phoenix, right? Well, at least Phoenix is dry heat. Yeah, that, yeah, like sticking your head in an <laughs> oven, dry heat. Yeah, I love it when we go to Phoenix and they go, "It's 110, but it's dry heat," and I'm going, "There's an egg on the sidewalk frying over there, buddy." Okay, but yeah. <laughs> at least you can breathe in it. Tennessee and Dallas is tough. I love all of them. They're great. Both mm. great cities. Mm. Both great cities. It's fun. Hey guys, so the point being, you know, when when you're broke, you don't have those options. She's got the emergency fund. Wouldn't it be horrible oh, God. to be in that situation and have no money? Yeah. Because then she'd be calling up going, we need to borrow money mm-hmm. for a heating and air. And then I do remember when I finally got to the other side of that and we were at the the first house we had over here in Brentwood, the one mm-hmm. you grew up in, and that heating and air went out. And uh, I remember, I, I it's weird, I remember this a long time ago, it was in yeah. the 80s, but I remember the it was $3,418 to put a new unit on. I still remember the number mm. because we had the money and you could do it and yeah. I could just pull it out. And it was like, this is the weirdest feeling. This is not an emergency. It's an inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've just got to put 3,400 bucks back in there because we're just, you know, cause we were literally the thing had laid down. Yes. We, we were frying in the house, same stuff, but it was, um, it would have been 
you know, six or eight years after the bankruptcy now. Yeah. And the, the year we're talking about with the box fans is the bankruptcy year, the year you were born. So, wow. Imagine Rachel, little baby, crying, oh, screaming. It's just terrible. It's hot. Just terrible. Scre- can you imagine Rachel screaming, y'all? <laughs> can y'all remember that? This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Lindsay is in Colorado Springs. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and Rachel. Hey, what's up? So my husband and I are looking for your guidance related to the costs that we're paying to our financial advisor for managing our growing retirement portfolio. How much are you we paying want to find out. Um, well, we're, we've, we've had a lot of conversations related to this. Um, so we're at 0.87% yearly, but when we look at the impact of a growing portfolio and compounding interest, we're not, we're wanting to make sure that we're being good stewards and that there's value for those fees. That's a normal managed fund uh, or managed amount for a million dollar account. So, so that, as it grows above a million dollars, you end up. I mean, it, it should be, it should be dissipated. It should be going down. Um, I mean, if you want to shop it around, but th- they're not ripping you off. That's, that's a fairly standard yeah. way. Managed accounts are how almost all brokers are handling it. Now they used to sell mutual funds on commission and, and now they just plump them in there and manage the whole thing on a managed account. Uh, I would say 90 something percent of our SmartVestor pros use that exact system. Uh, now it, could it be that, you know, I, what's the size of your portfolio million? You said, Oh, it's only 500,000 right now. Oh, you're we fine. We still have 20 working years. And yeah, so we were just looking at, you know, what would Dave say? You've obviously got, you know, a, a multi-million dollar portfolio. Like, yeah. are we doing the best we should? Do we get the value? Is there, you know, do you want to have that managed or is there a better way to do it? Yeah. Most, uh, uh, most of our Ramsey personalities, most of the people in the building are doing that with one of our smart Vester pros exactly that way. My personal portfolio was set up before that stuff came on and it's old school. And so, and I don't ever buy or sell, I just buy and hold. So there's not a lot of management to it. So I've mm-hmm. never moved it personally into that, but it's not because it's a ripoff. It's not because we hate it. It's not that at all. It's just mine was antiquated and I just, there's no point in doing it because I don't do anything with it. It just sits there. So, but I, I think that, you know, again, the, at most of the folks in this building, a George Camel, I suspect a Rachel Me. Cruz, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of folks are, they're, they're paying a managed fee with our, one of our smart investor pros. And it's probably right at about that same amount. Now it is fair for you to ask what the flip they're doing to earn that, you know, it's mm-hmm. fair to go, okay, if, if you, are you just sitting here looking at it and it just not, I mean, what are we getting for our <laughs> 1%, you know, that's a fair sure. question. It's not like you, I, and I don't suggest you do a bunch of buying and selling. So, you know, I don't want there to, I, I really big on just buying and keeping it unless there's a real reason to get out of the fund. Lindsay, the the person managing it for you guys, just do they sit down and look at your entire financial picture at all? Like is that, or is it just specifically just investing? Because our smart investor pro, I mean, we sit down, we look at basically everything, which is just so helpful. Like Mm -hmm. that's one reason I love having somebody. We sit down every January 
And it's everything from investing to looking at kids' college to even giving purposes of stuff that they like. They just mm-hmm. know that world. Some, some estate planning. Yeah, they just. Know, um, I mean, in it's, your case, actually, your guy called out a really good capital things, capital gains thing on a piece of real estate that y'all. Yeah, we had our our house when we moved. Yeah. We kept it for rental, but then we were going to sell it, and it was a capital gains thing. So yeah, he just like gave us information, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so it's just having somebody in your corner. So you don't have that, but you have. But you have estate planning with attorney. Yeah, I mean, all that stuff. I've got a, but I'm saying a you massive. have you have people in your corner. Uh, well, I've got him in my corner. I mean, I just don't pay him a monthly fee. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, pay yeah. him an annual fee because I bought the funds and paid the commissions up front. A, right. share, a shares. Right. They're called. And so, uh, and I've already paid the deal and it's just sitting there. And again, I haven't sold a mutual fund in probably 20 years. I just buy them. You know, I just, I, my, my, I have no activity on my account at all except purchases. So it's just not a thing. So, but I, I think it's a great conversation and I would sit down. I will tell you that the vast majority of quality uh, financial planner types, broker types, at financial advice, people managing, helping you with your retirement accounts, those kinds of things are set up on exactly that plan. There's a few people that still do only A shares. A lot of people will only do that plan now because of liability that they take on under the federal ERISA rules and so forth if they don't do that plan. But uh, but I, I it is a great conversation to have and say, why are you worth 1%? Why would I not just buy this on my own and not give you 0.87 or 1 or whatever it is, right? But mm-hmm. But you're not out of line. You're not getting ripped off. I wouldn't be panicking about it. But you're very wise to start at to be always asking these questions. A, you need to understand your investments, and B, you need to understand anything you're being charged and what are you getting for what you're being charged. I think those are wonderful. Now, I will tell you this, everybody out there, not ju- not you, Lindsay, because I don't think that's going on with you. But there again, there's these all there's these little nuanced pieces of research studies that are done. The people that do not have a broker like that in their corner are unbelievably more likely to pull their money out every time there's bad news and to put pull their money at exactly the wrong time and buy at exactly the wrong time, trying to time the market. So if you never pull your money out, it's worth 0.87 just to keep you from jumping off the cliff. Just yep, to talk you off the point. ledge, mm-hmm. just to talk you off the ledge because you're having a broker in your corner goes, don't do that. Here's the historical data. Here's what happens. You know, every year following a two year downturn, except one since the 1930s, we've seen a huge uptick. We've had two down years. We're going to see a huge uptick historically coming up. Most people don't know that. But if you've studied the charts and you know what the mutual fund returns are and you know what stock market returns are, you know that and you're a broker and you're advising people, you can talk them off the ledge and go, you're getting ready to get out at exactly the wrong time. I know it's been flat. I know it's been sucky. We've, you know, we're in an inflationary Biden economy. It's horrible out there. Life's not good. I get that. But just hang on. The sun is going to come up tomorrow. And they talk you off that ledge and you're getting ready to bail at exactly the wrong time. Yep. And, and so that, that having that broker in your corner to bounce stuff off of or occasionally bring you Take something. Take the emotion out of it. Yeah. Yep. Bring you a different idea or a different way of looking at something. Not constantly buying and selling the account, though. 
Now that you, we don't want to do that, mm-hmm. but just to, just to have somebody there that's walking with you and the, you know, got your best interest at heart because they make money only when you do. Um, and, and you know, that that's, if the thing, if the whole thing goes down in value, they make less. So that that's not a bad way to, to incentivize them, but you know, it's, it is a great thing back to her original point to ask and yep. to understand, always know why you're being charged and what you're getting for what you're being charged. Love it. Good stuff. So, yeah, the um, diver- being diversified, spreading your portions to seven, yes to eight, not having all your money in one stock, not buying and selling, hold on. No one gets hurt on a roller coaster except those that jump off in the middle of the ride. Having someone in your corner like a Smart Vester Pro to teach you, to meet with you, to review your stuff, uh, making sure, and here's the key, always have somebody with a heart of a teacher always have someone that's where you know what's going on yeah because there are i mean like any industry in every industry there's good people and there's bad people and so you're gonna feel yep. like oh i don't feel right with this person i don't really like them i don't uh, you know if you get that feeling then don't use them so right, right and i feel like that sometimes this industry can be slime like i feel like the stereotype sometimes it's like oh i don't want to use someone because i don't want to pay them and they're going to try to they're going to try to get me but there's, like there's plenty of good ones yes yes there's more good ones than bad ones yes but if they got the heart of a salesman you'll feel like you need a shower after you met with them right and so no that's not you're looking Gross. for someone with the heart of a mm-hmm. teacher someone to walk you through teach you teach you and you'll know they have the heart of a teacher if you learn something every time you meet with them you should know something more than you knew before Every time you meet with them, they're a teacher then. And they're wanting you to understand your own stuff because you're responsible for it, not them. My man lost all my money. No, you lost all your money because you trusted a goober. It's your fault. You didn't understand what was going on. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.